Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 298. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for everything. Almost episode 300, which is crazy that I've even come up with 300 topics to talk about. Uh, but here we are, almost there. And today I've got an episode that, if you can't tell by the title, it's on the four types of love, the four types of relationships. Now, Obviously, uh, I check myself here very aggressively because uh, I'm I'm only 33. How could I, a you know pretty average 33 year old at that, know what all the different types of relationships are in life? Like, who am I to say that these are the types of love, these are the types of relationships, uh, and that's that uh, printed? Uh, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that because if you know me, I'm not really big on making like sweeping statements. Uh, I don't think there's any right way to live your life at all. And I certainly don't think there are only a few set paths for how love or relationships or connection might look like uh, in, in your lives. But I've seen this post on Instagram for a while now that basically says, it says, you know, we fall in love with three people in our lives. And then it goes on to describe each person, each, each phase, each type of relationship and like what it means for you. And I can get down with that I'll, very much so. I think it's cool. I think it's very cool to try to make sense of the world by, you know, defining it in a certain way. Uh, after all, it's what I do on the podcast every single week. So I saw that post, um, or I've actually seen it a lot. It seems to like follow me on the internet. And um, I saw the post again, and I see that a lot of people really like it. People really seem to engage with it, comment on it, comment their opinion on whether it's accurate or not. And so with that in the back of my head, I was like, I wonder if I can do the same. 
I wonder if I can sit down and be like, Case, what are the different types of relationships you might find yourself in in your life? What are the different types of connection of love in life? Uh, are there different kinds? And if so, what purpose does each serve in your life? I wonder if I can do that. And I wonder if I can do it not just for fun, because I mean, you know, what's more fun than that? But uh, <laughs> I wonder if I could do it in a way that's helpful, in a way that says, here are the different types of relationships you might find yourself in at some point in your life. And here's why being able to identify it can be helpful for you. Helpful, you know, helpful. So you can look at your life, the relationships you've had in your past, the relationships you will have. And then my insight might offer you something to think about so that you could define what type of relationship you want in your life that you deserve in your life. So that was my thought process here. And uh, here we are now about an hour and a half spent outlining and putting my thoughts onto paper. I came up with what I think are the four types of relationships, the four types of love you might experience in your life. You know, I couldn't just do three. Um, and I actually wanted to do like closer to 10. <laughs> I really think there are so many different types of relationships in life. But I settled on four because I think four is a nice, healthy number, but not it's not too much, not too little. So I'm going to hop right into it here and describe each, what I think they each mean, and then how I think each might be helpful for you. And while I go through these, I think the most impactful way for you to listen to actually get something out of this is to consider if you've had each one of these in your life yet. And if so, what did you learn from it? And for the one or the ones that you haven't experienced, ask yourself, what type of relationship do I want? What type of relationship do I deserve? What type of relationship, what type of love am I willing to work for, to wait for, to be single a while longer in order to get it? So that's the vibe here. I had a lot of fun writing this, these thoughts down. Now I'm going to vomit them out into, the, into this episode, but I think you're going to get a lot out of it. I'll hop right into it before I do quick just little favor of you if you're listening right now um on spotify you can make sure you're subscribed and if you're not listening on spotify if you can subscribe on spotify i'm really liking promoting the podcast there and uh you all seem to enjoy it as well i see more and more people listening and then tagging me in screenshots where they're listening on spotify so if you haven't already it takes five seconds obviously and it helps the show grow um, a lot the show's in the like the top 10 there every single week. So I really appreciate it. Subscribe on Spotify, but that's it. Just a teeny tiny ask. Uh, it does mean a lot. So thank you for that. But getting into this, um, again, I chose four, that's four types of love, four types of relationships, the different kinds of connections you might have in your life. And I'm going to start with the ones that frankly, aren't so great <laughs> ultimately, but each one serves a role and I'll work my way down the list to what I think is the, the longest lasting, most powerful type of relationship. But before we get there, we've got to get through the ones that you'll probably inevitably find yourself in at some point in your life. So here we go. I'll get into it. Of course, I had to give each, each relationship type a cheeky little name, but um, the first one here I'm going to refer to as the, it is what it is, love. It is what it is. This is the connection. This is a relationship with someone that kind of sits somewhere between a situationship and a healthy, long-lasting relationship. 
This is a relationship with someone that is defined by comfort. You both click. You both definitely like each other. You both definitely vibe, but it's just comfortable. Like there's definitely nothing broken about the relationship. You're not hiding anything from each other. Like it's good. It's good. It's good, like good, clean family fun. It's like the the J. Crew <laughs> type of relationship. No disrespect, obviously, if you like J. Crew, but um, in my mind, this this connection is it. Is, it just is what it is because it's just okay. It's what you wear out of comfort. It might be a relationship you've been in for a while. Um, you don't see it going anywhere, but again, it's comfortable and it's better than being alone. It might be a relationship that somehow just happened, but there's nothing really keeping it together other than the routine of it, the comfort of it, the expectation, again, that it's better than nothing. But I think this is a relationship that reminds you that a relationship has to be more than the comfort it provides you. It has to be more than the comfort of the routine it provides you. It has to be more than that. It doesn't have to be all sizzle and fireworks and just be like electric, but I really, I do think it has to be more. And I've been in in several of these kinds of relationships. The, it is what it is relationship where you can't really say why you're together because it is what it is. And it's one that's derived from comfort and routine. And I've been in these relationships before and I'm still fond of the woman that I was uh, in them with. Like we have no hard feelings toward each other, but ultimately the relationships ended obviously. And we kind of just let each other go because we realized that the relationship we had with each other was amicable. It was lovely, but it was one of comfort. It was one of having someone just to have someone. It was just okay. (laughs) It was okay. Um, And I've actually done an episode on okay relationships before. And it's the same idea. It's the same idea. And it is what it is. Relationship is a relationship you're in. Frankly, if you're honest, just so you're not alone, it's a relationship you're in. So you don't have to worry about the pressure to be in a relationship. It's a relationship you're in because someone gave you attention, was nice to you. And that's okay. It is what it is. You have an okay connection. You have okay compatibility. Okay. Sex. Okay. Whatever it is. But With those relationships, eventually they end. Eventually you find your way out of it because you kind of wake up from the fact that it is what it is, but you deserve more than that. And I think that the takeaway from these kinds of relationships, at least in my life, is to realize that it's it's frankly not that difficult to form a relationship with someone. Like you're pretty freaking great. You know, you're funny, you're attractive, you do well for yourself. Someone would be lucky to have you in their life. You know, you're easy to get along with. You can strike up a conversation with someone. But the reality is you you only have one life to live. And as much as I don't like to buy into cliches and hyperbole, I think you should hold out for a relationship that makes you freaking excited to be in it. One that is passionate, one that does sizzle, one where the connection is electric, you know, where it's clear you're not just, you know, filling a void because you don't want to be alone. One that's clear where you didn't just accept the first person who you struck up a conversation with, you know, and same with that person. They're not doing the same with you, right? And you've probably waded into this water before in your life. You went on one date and oh, that wasn't so bad. Uh, you know, they're normal. Uh, let's try two. And then you went on two and then two turned to three and four. And then you blink and it's date 10. And you're like, how did I end up in this relationship? Like comfort led you there. Routine 
led you there. And I'm certainly not encouraging you to just like dip on something or someone who is nice and is comfortable. I'm just encouraging you to remember that it's easy to find someone you're compatible with. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at H-E-R-O dot C-O. But you owe it to yourself to set your own standard for what you need and what you want in yourself and a relationship and another person. And you get to decide that because only you know what's right for you. And what's right for you has to be more than a relationship that comes from comfort, that comes from what's easy. So that's the first type, the it is what it is type relationship. The second type, I'm calling this second type, the all gas, no breaks type relationship. Uh, I told you, you got to do clever names. Otherwise, it's pretty boring to me. So this is a relationship that just frankly isn't real. It's forced. It's kind of fake. It's built on the idea of potential. This is a relationship where you believe so much in the potential of what it could be, of what it might become, that you keep putting gas in the tank, gas in the future potential that you forget to look at the present. And ultimately, you'll come to realize it's a relationship that never could happen in the first place, but it's one that you're blind to that fact for a while and you keep trying and trying and trying. And I know that sounds like a downer, but I really do think that this type of relationship serves a monumental purpose in your life. 
It plays a huge role in your life because it reminds you that you can't force a relationship that isn't meant to be. You can't force someone to be the person you want them to be. You can't force someone to change. You can't force a circumstance to change. You can't force a timeline upon someone or something that you want. And the flip side too, a timeline can't be forced upon you. Change can't be forced upon you. And it's just a reminder that you can't give a relationship all gas and no breaks. And I'm willing to bet you've at least, you know, experienced this relationship in a small way at some point. It's a relationship that sounds amazing in theory. And so you pour your enthusiasm and kind of fantasy into it, into what it might become. But eventually you realize that it was either one-sided or it just wasn't meant to be. Um, I've been there. I've seen this. Like it's, 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 it's happens, right? It's two people say with busy careers who both claim that they want to prioritize each other, but it just never got to the point where they did Two people who are trying to do long distance, but it just never got to the point where they made it work, you know, or two people trying to relearn their worth after coming out of toxic relationships, trying to move past their exes, but it just never got to the point where they could, right? Can you relate to this? Like you want the relationship to work. You thought you found your person and you just wanted it to get to the next level where that was clear, where this was it, where that was the the definition you could put on it. And so you tried and you tried and you tried in your own way, but it just never got to that point, to the next level. And that could have taken a lot of different forms, of course, Uh, undelivered promises, love that wasn't returned, you know, a connection that was deprioritized, you know, maybe a connection that just fizzled out or whatever. But this is the relationship where really the only thing you had driving it, driving you is the belief in the future of the relationship, of what it could become, of what the future might hold of what it could become after that person changes, after you change, after the circumstance changes. But unfortunately, I think this kind of relationship usually ends in frustrating circumstance, but it reminds you of something really, really powerful that's going to lead into the final two types of love. And that's the, the simple truth that you can't force anything. You can't force connection. You can't force a timeline on someone who's not ready. You can't force a timeline on yourself if you're not ready. You can't force a connection between two people. And sometimes I think if you allow yourself to force or be forced, and as a result, you keep trying and trying and trying and you stick it out, eventually you'll lead yourself to the third type of relationship. And this is the big one. And this is one I'm very confident you can relate to. And I'm calling this the third, the third type of relationship, the game changer, (laughs) the game changer, because this is a relationship that makes you realize that you need to raise your standards. It changes the game for you. It changes your vision for what you deserve in another person. It, It frankly just forces you to level up. And unfortunately in life, I've learned that really the only way to realize that your standards have been too low is to be just destroyed by a relationship. Uh, you know, so I don't make the rules. That's just life for you. But however you want to describe it, that is this relationship. It may be destroyed is, is too strong of a word, but this is the relationship that shows you why your standards need to be higher than they've been. This is the relationship where you deprioritized yourself because you wanted the relationship to work so badly. It's where you turned a blind eye to the red flags. 
the red flags you saw in the beginning, but you, you wanted to believe in potential so bad. So you just kept believing in the potential and you said you kept filling the tank, right? With premium, all gas, no brakes, because you wanted it to work. You wanted them to love you the way you love them. You wanted them to choose you the way that you chose them. You wanted them to see the same potential that you saw and so on. So you did things like you forgave them when they didn't deserve it. You put up with their mixed signals. You accepted their excuses and their bullshit until one day it was too much. Either they ended it, broke up with you, or you had enough and you finally ended it, did the right thing for you. But whatever it was in that moment, you realized through that experience, through that relationship that you needed to raise your standards, that you needed to change the game for yourself. And through that experience, you never looked back because that type of relationship, while it might be tempting in retrospect to view it as a waste of time or a waste of energy or something, you know, stupid that you did, it really is a game changer. And I think we all, frankly, we all need this experience in our lives. That one relationship, that one person, that one connection that empowers you to stand up for yourself and never look back, to never tolerate good enough to never fall blind to believing in potential alone, to never accept less than what you deserve. This type of relationship is a game changer, and I have a feeling you've experienced this in some way in your life. I know you have, in fact, because really the way that you raise your standards, and I know you've, you've raised your standards in some way, is to experience someone who doesn't meet your standard, and it convinces you that you need to raise them further. And it's this type of relationship that can really, you know, unfortunately, kind of take the proverbial wind out of your sails if you keep coming across it multiple times. Like I really empathize with someone who has experienced this type of relationship again and again and again. Unfortunately, reality of life is it might not be a one-time experience, but I hope that we collectively can recognize how important it is what you do after you experience this, the way that you level up after you experience this. So, that you can then narrow in on the fourth and final type of relationship. And I'll describe that one now. And by the way, I did, I did write down another, uh, you know, five or six types of relationships here. I recognize that it's pretty difficult to do this entirely thoroughly, but, um, I'm going to stick to the four I've come up with here, but I recognize there's other types. Of course, there's like your first love. There's like one-sided love. There's the relationship where you're not in a relationship, but you have relationship problems and so on and so forth. But I think in a way you can kind of roll up all those examples into the three I've already discussed. And then the fourth final one I'm going to get to here, which I'll discuss right now. So this is the fourth love. This is the one that counts, right? This is in my mind. Uh, and again, that's the mind of a delusional optimist, someone who believes in worth and patience and that your past is powerful. Um, this is in my mind, the kind of forever love, right? This is the forever relationship. And so the fourth relationship type is one that I refer to as the chosen one, <laughs> the chosen one. It's an homage to Star Wars, I suppose. But this is a relationship where you are chosen. I think it's that simple. It's the relationship where someone else enthusiastically, awkwardly, definitively, over the top chooses you. 
It's a relationship that might contain pieces and reminders of former relationships, but this is the one where all the pieces kind of come together, where your standards and your belief and potential and yourself and your commitment to you, what you deserve and patience and the lessons you've carried with you over the years, they all come together. It's a relationship where you choose them and they choose you as you both are today. And that's the biggest thing. You choose each other as you are today, not tomorrow, not when things settle down, not when you're both over your ex, but today as you both are chosen, no convincing, nothing. And I think the great thing that I envision with this type of relationship, because again, this is kind of like the utopia, the forever relationship is this is one that I don't think comes along at an expected time. Frankly, it could be unexpected but it's not aligned with some timing. It's not forced. It's not calculated. It just is. You're chosen. You are their chosen one. They are your chosen one. And this is the most unambiguous type of relationship in your life yet. There's communication. There's no guessing. There's no mixed signals. There's no, I wonder what there's no, what ifs there's no allowing baggage to get in the way. There's no right person, wrong time. It's just the fact that when you're chosen and you choose them, the potential works itself out. The baggage works itself out, but it works itself out in the present through effort, through vulnerability, not some moment in the future, not a belief in the future. It's a belief in the present today. And that is what I envision for this fourth type of relationship. That is what I believe in at least. And I think it's so important to at least, you know, step back and believe in this type of relationship in this type of connection, because this type of relationship is what happens when you embrace the lessons from the former three types of relationships I've described. It's what happens when you learn, learn from your, uh, it is what it is relationship that you deserve better than settling that comfort alone is not enough that you deserve better than letting loneliness dictate who you choose, who you allow to choose you. It's what happens when you learn from your all gas, no breaks relationship that you can't pour into a relationship that isn't ready for you. You can't be the person making up 100% of the enthusiasm for the relationship. You can't be the only one making effort. You can't be the only one believing in potential. And it's what happens when you learn from your game changer relationship. It's what happens when you take a lesson as a lesson and you turn it into higher standards and you keep them there. And you keep them there even if it means you need to be patient for longer, single for longer, even if it means you have to pass up on, quote, good enough, on okay. That's what happens. And I think this is what we all deserve, frankly, of course, is being chosen, being chosen in the same way that you choose someone else with all of your heart today and what you have to offer today and a belief that what they have to offer today is what you need and you are what they need today. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I think breaking down love, connection, relationships in this way, um, you know, it might be a massive oversimplification, but I'm a big fan of taking a zoomed out view of life, knowing that connection, yeah, connection with someone else is a diamond dozen. Uh, a cool cat like you is going to be the bell of the ball more times than you probably realize. Lots of people are going to want to have a connection with you. And inevitably, you're going to learn in life and you're going to stumble a bit in life because it's easy to be wanted and it's easy to form that connection with someone. But knowing how it will evolve and knowing what to expect and demand of it and of yourself, that is how you ultimately lead yourself to the fourth chosen type of love. 
And that's the type of relationship, that's the type of love that you ultimately deserve. So that's it. I'll end it right there. Just wanted to give you something to think about. I hope it was helpful for you. If it was, as always, I'd love if you'd share the podcast with a friend, tell them to check it out. Maybe listening to this perspective on the different types of relationships might be just what they need to hear to define their standards, their expectations for themselves. But that's it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for the ratings and reviews for visiting newmindsetwhodis.com. And until next episode, I'm out. a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. life you've been told to save but has anyone helped you figure out how to spend with fidelity income planning get help creating a personalized plan for cash flow even when you're not working one that includes your 401k and all your other accounts make informed decisions that best fit your life ahead whether one-on-one or through our planning tools learn more at fidelity.com income planning advisory services provided by fidelity personal and workplace advisors llc for a fee brokerage services by fidelity brokerage services llc 